Okay, here we are, Davis. Live cut to the trace. What episode are we in? Are we still counting? Are we still counting? Yeah, of course, I think it's 85, isn't it? 85? I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's wait on Facebook. Facebook is about to go live. Oh, there you go. People are already tuning in. There you go. We're not talking by ourselves. Well, well, I tell you, we cannot, we can't, we cannot cut out any of our mistakes. No, today's <laughs> uncut, raw. I hope you had a good night's sleep. I did it. My kids kept me, kept me awake all night, but that's fine. We're not here to talk about our family, our kids, and our bad night's sleeps. So we're here to talk about well, hopefully real estate. I haven't even read the questions. And if you guys got any questions live, just fire them through. We'll do our best to answer as many as we can. I booked four hours for today. No, you didn't. <laughs> but our promise is this, guys. Our responses to these questions are going to be three or four lines, so we'll wrap through them. So then if it doesn't apply to you, you don't have to wait and go, oh, here we go. They're talking about the rugby on the weekend or the, or the cycling. No, we're not. We're talking no. about uncut real estate. So we, should we jump straight into it? First question. You go first. You go the odd, I'll go the even. Um, what's, what do you think is the number one mistake new agents make when entering the industry? Well, I think they don't put the hours. They don't put the hours because they think that a uh, few hours here, a few hours there, making a couple of calls, cut the mustard, but it really does. And you've got to put a lot of time and energy. You've got to put a lot of time and energy. And I think when you start in real estate, 80 hours a week is a commitment you've got to be well, prepared they're curious, for. not committed, right? That's over four lines. And I think the number one mistake, they don't ask for the business. I was out doing an open home with a good agent on the weekend. And what my observation was, he was being too nice he wasn't asking for the business. Sometimes they don't have the business to ask though, and they've got to put their hours to get yeah. the business. Right. So, exactly. Right, any advice on how to keep your approach fresh? Well, that's real easy. You've got to make your why strong enough to keep you motivated to keep on changing. When you go stale, it's not a good enough reason to want to do the business. What's your why? You've got to have the why. I eat very quickly this morning. I was going swimming. My mate texted me, said I'm not coming. Do you think I made swimming, Diego? Yes. No. No. My why wasn't strong enough. Your why wasn't strong <laughs> enough. For me, is how to keep your approach fresh. Keep learning. Listen to Cut to the Chase. Listen to Tom Panos. Listen to Josh Vegan. There is so many free podcasts out there. And to this day, eight years in, I listen to every single one of them every week because you always learn something new. And if you don't, you refresh. Just got my license. How do you keep from over or under pricing? Well, that's a real easy one, right? Opinions mean nothing. Just know your facts. All you've got to do is watch online auctions and know what's selling. If you've got no open homes on the weekend, you go and watch auctions. What sells? Where are the underbidders? Just know your facts and then real estate gets real, real easy. And do not promise anything to a vendor because what? If you promise something, you look like a muppet if you haven't got that. Give them the hope, but at the same time, give them an honest approach that it might be more, it might be slightly less. The best marketing will give you the best price. Most important factor or person in an agent's real estate ecosystem. I love that word. What's the most important thing to have in your ecosystem? Well, in my opinion, when I look at ecosystem and people, uh, the best mortgage broker, the best lawyer, a very good handyman, a very good gardener. Those will be my first, and a good cleaning company. People that don't let you down, they're reliable, well-priced, but good at what they do. 
Great, and mine would be connectors. Look at all your friends and family going, right, who can be your connectors? Some people know how to refer, some will say they'll refer and you'll never hear from them. Who are your connectors? These are the people that people ask, oh, who do you think? The other people you chase down. How do you stay motivated in such an unpredictable and competitive industry? Well, you know, when you're looking at unpredictable, well, you can predict it in a way because if you get really busy, you're always predicting that you're going to be busy, right? <laughs> the market goes down, the market comes up, there is always people looking to sell. So how I stay motivated? I actually don't have goals in terms of a business plan. All I want to do is do more than the same time last year and the same month. If I saw 14, I want to sell 15. If I listed 14, I want to list 15. That's my motivation. That's my simple motivation. Do it better than the same time last year. Well, mine's debt. When you've got enough debt. Well, you know, it's... it's you're uh, motivated to sell. Exactly. So my exactly. beautiful wife convinced me to buy three homes in the top of the market. So the first time I've ever had debt. So man, am I motivated? Yep, because I get those letters from the BNZ go, congratulations, your mortgages have gone up, Aaron. Yeah, three times. <laughs> right, do you really think appearance matters outside of the job? Absolutely. Act, talk, and look like the money. Diego always looks like the money because you never know where your next client's coming from because people are always watching. It's one of my pet hates in real estate. Act the parts, talk the parts, and at the end of the look day, the even when you have a day off, you've got to look the part because real estate is a 24-7 job. It's a lifestyle, and anytime that you are somewhere, somebody might recognize you, might see you, so you've got to act professional, even at the supermarkets. Best advice you've ever received in your career, Diego? Oh, it's a horrible <laughs> say that, uh, that I've said it a few times at training session. So if you, if I'm going to use my word carefully, it was my first week in real estate and somebody told me, if you throw enough S-H-I-T at the wall, some will stick. And it got stuck in my mind because I did throw enough of that at the wall. I did everything and everything what I possibly can. Every a prospecting strategy I did because I wanted to be successful and that was my best advice because it worked out. What about Beautiful. you? Mine is a fool knows everything, only a wise man knows very, very little. Or there's another cliche saying that says live like it's your last day and learn like you'll live forever. Keep on learning. Beautiful. Your one is more poetic than mine. Oh, there you go. One of the few times. Okay. <laughs> Are there any... Uh, Upcoming industry trends agents should be aware of? Hmm, that's a good question, actually. That's a good one. Well, mine is the zone of lost credibility. Uh, a lot of people are lying because let's say this, Diego, 50% of every vendor and every buyer is in the wrong zone in the marketplace. So zone of lost credibility, you've got to quote facts, not opinions. That's the biggest one for me. The trends are the people that know their numbers, there's a flight towards quality, all the people that are doing what they used to do, they're getting what Patty showed it. And a big trend in real estate when it comes to me, I think more, more, more and more people will become teams because the biggest benefit of a team is that you as a captain, you can concentrate on the most important thing. Then you've got a buyer's agent, then you've got a, you know, your admin to help you and all of that. And I think it's going well, to you're be blessed with these admins. I am blessed. With these I am blessed. I am blessed. And your beautiful social media message is going Right, what's your top tip for writing next level customer service? There's a cliche. Look, top it's easy. You got the best processes, the law of anticipation. You do it better than anyone. It comes down to that, right? If somebody wants to needs to know something, 
it's up to you to let them know before they ask the question. Because yep. if, you ask the, if they ask the question, you're too late. You've missed their boss. So if you give them the information in advance, and that was one of, my, uh, one of our podcasts, the law of anticipation, you're going to become professional and they actually appreciate you because they see you as the, well, the man. Yeah. Yeah. Good. How do you encourage clients to make pre-auction offers without seeming like a pushy salesman? Easy. Easy. You say that if you put a pre-auction offer, you will have less competition because pre-auction offers, normally you bring the auction forward. A lot of the other buyers might not be in a position that can bid. They're still waiting on the finance. So you eliminate competition and you get your best chance that you're not competing with another three people. Pre-auction offers is the key if you want to own an auction for you to have the best chance. But you answer better because you do well, more. No, 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 just, just ask them. Are you in or are you out? The law of procrastination says... Oh, I'm going to see what happens. Yeah, the law of procrastination says that you think you're going to find a better property for less money down the track. I'm sorry that you've missed the bottom of the market. The question is, do you want to own it? Do you want to own it today? Yes or no? Very, very simple. Keep it simple, right? Just ask for the business. Do you want to compete with more people or do you want to have a better chance, right? Any funny or embarrassing stories from your early days on the job? Jesus. We'll do another podcast about this. Money to few Okay, hours. well, I went to do a pre-settlement inspection and unbeknownst to me, the keys weren't there, the door was locked, so I climbed up the spouting, jumped in the top window, opened up the door, tenant come home and said, how the hell did you get in the house? Was it the wrong house? No, no, it was the right house, but... But you're not allowed to, but I broke into the house. Because <laughs> the whole family was there, right? So I'm yeah. like, the pressure yeah. was only my sick. I was like, man, I can't. The whole family turned up to do the pre. Yeah. So I thought I was helping. Yeah, the tenant, like, how did you get in the house? Uh, I broke in. <laughs> right, next question, because I'm not going to say anything oh, about the Come on, Diego. You've knocked on the wrong door. I've done more than that. I've done more than that. I've walked into the wrong house. Yeah, we've all done that. We've all done that. Right. Uh, What tools or apps do you use to stay organized and manage your time? Right. Well, there's a good one. Okay. I'm going to give you a bomb one. Uh, There is a A bomb one. Like a bomb, like a life changing event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there is this app called Boards. You set up this app on a computer and link it to your phone. You have all of your templates in there and then you don't have to copy paste. You just got to do two clicks and you can send any templates to any chats and it takes a second and you can have everything. Your list and it's your... called Boards, B-O-A-R-D-S? Yes. And yeah. does it cost? Uh, it's free, but if you obviously want it for a team and extra, it doesn't cost much, right? Okay. But it's, uh, it's life-changing. We just implemented it and the whole team loves it because everything is at the fingertip and it's on the cloud, of course. Right. What's the best way? Good tip. Because I, you know, I'm no match. My stupidity is no match for uh, technology. Uh, what's the best way to handle rude, disrespectful and unrealistic clients without losing your cool? Oh, that's... That's an easy and a hard one at the same time. I mean, it's, it's smiling. Uh, say that I normally, something that I normally say is, look, I'm happy to agree to disagree. Yeah. Um, and for example, if it's about a house and they don't see value, I would say, hey, let's take some time this week. I'll show you some other properties because it feels like this property is not for you. It might not be within your budget or you might not see value where it is. I don't want to argue. That's your opinion. I respect it. I don't agree, but let me show you some other houses. Sure. Right? So you always got to give, you know, you can't fight it because then otherwise you lose the client.
but you've got to give them a solution while you know you, you acknowledge that there might be a disagreement. Yeah. I understand how you feel. Others have found this, and this is what we're going to do. Or another really good one that I've used sometimes is I love serve, um, looking after or servicing ladies and gentlemen. And right now, Diego, it doesn't f- sort of feel like me that you've been a gentleman. So if you want to work together, I'm happy to. But if not, we'll go in our separate directions. We'll shake hands. Life goes on. Work continues. That was a good book. Yeah. That you read. Yes. Well, what was it? Okay, any recommendations for staying informed on industry updates? Yes, yes, I do. I mean, industry updates, obviously there is the Ryan's email addresses, there is the REA that does all of that. In terms of industry, though, I mean, I'm going to take a little bit of a step sideways. I listen to a podcast called, called The New Zealand Property Market, which is done by CoreLogic, and is a very informative a podcast that has got a lot, a lot of analytical information, statistical information that perhaps, you know, in the real estate world you don't hear. You know, they, they will talk about immigration, they will talk obviously about everything that will affect the property market. Right, New Zealand property market. The New Zealand property Mine's market. the REINZ data, what they send you every month. You don't need anything else, right? Because you've got your facts. How do you build a strong referral network? when just joining the industry. Well, that for me, that's easy. It's called the law of reciprocity. If you help other people, they will help you. So spend time going, how can I help someone? How can I make their life easier? And by reciprocity, they will help you. And yeah, I'll, I'll give you a funny story. A good friend, Martin Ricci. The first time that I got in the top 100 for Harcourts in my third year, there was a function. And I went there with business card, give them to everyone, of course. And I told Martin Ricci, if there is ever anyone that is looking to sell, at the time I was only selling West Auckland, I'm going to be your man out West. Then I text him, of course, to remind me that, and he always jokes about it because it got stuck in his mind. Then I send him an email, and then I send him a dollar spreadsheet, and I do it every year for the top 100, and uh, people appreciate that, and I think front of mind, that helps. But even if you're not, not a top 100, it doesn't stop you to find the whole list of the agents in your company, Send them something in the mail, and the last time I send them an email, I say, hey, this is not spam, but kind of it is because I want your referrals. Blah, 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 blah. Just add a little bit of humor, but reach out. Yeah. The truth is always simple, right? You're hustling harder than anyone else. You reach it out, you're asking for the business. Any advice for building a work-life balance? You're probably not the best person to ask this. No, I am not. <laughs> the last couple of years, I had one day off a week, and it took me six years to have a day off a week. If you've got a partner, Take them on a date every couple of weeks or minimal once a month. Get babysitter if you've got kids and try to have time off for the most important thing. This goes without saying, right? But sometimes it's hard when you're working all these hours. But if you have a day off and you make priorities for the most important thing for your family, date night, that is my key to success in this field. And I think I'm better now than I've ever been. Right, well, I'm going to sort out date night. That's where I'm going wrong. Please do. And you also do a really good job of booking your holidays. I do notice that you go on holiday a lot more now. Yeah, four times a year. That's my goal. They're short holidays, one one week. Yeah. But uh, I, yeah. this, this word here from down to keep you from burning out, right? That's the key. You've got something to look forward to. And how do you handle rejection from keep on feeling discouraged? Well, for me, that's really, really easy, rejection, because you just got to get used to a no is just, is it no for now or no forever? When someone rejects you, the key is is having the courage to ask them a question on top of that when they say no. Is it no for now, no forever? Can I ask why it's a no? I respect your decision in saying no, but what if? So, yeah, when you get rejected, 
ask a question and just smile. For me, it's uh, there is an analogy that if you got lots lots of moving balls and one drops, two drops, three drops, and you still got seven in the air, it's not as bad. And sometimes you get rejected for good, and it's fine. Um, but the words that you're using, for example, if you lose a listing, I've got these little templates that say, hey, look, selecting an agent is never easy. I respect your decision, but I will be here if you need any help in the future. Sure. That got me listing when they failed to sell with the second agent, with the first agent, and they came back to me because I kept the relation going. Well, you, you're keeping the door open, eh? Versus agents, when they miss on it, they sort of give the clients a hard time. Yeah. Man, that's a rookie mistake and too. If, if you lose a listing and they go on the market, send them a message saying, I've seen the listing, it looks really good, I wish you all the best. Currently, the average is on the market is 39. Yeah. Guess what you do 39 <laughs> days later? You give them a call and say, hey, are you guys going? But you know, you gotta be positive. So then there was one, um, oh yeah, there was a couple of other ones that oh, I was it? sent this morning. Yeah, okay. what's your why? Somebody messaged me probably saying, ask Aaron what's his why and tell me what's my why. Oh, to myself, so you start, what's your why? My why is, uh, is health, health and fitness. As you get over 50, then you start realizing, right, I gotta start looking after the carcass. Yeah. I spent the first 50 years making money, compromising my health, now, I'm like, right, my health's compromised, I've got to start looking after it. So my why is, uh, is health. Did you ever have a why that was to be number one? Always. You Auctioneer, agent, all of those things. But as I get older, those whys change now around lifestyle, health, family, yeah. yes. Yeah. My don't why, have to be number one anymore. Now, my why, as much as my ego would be disappointed if I'm not ego, number one. never knows. But now but my my personal why now is to create wealth for my family, for my kids and live a comfortable, happy life. Yes. That's all it is. And of course money is part of it, right? But uh, money is not the most important thing. Because but it's right up there with oxygen. Well, it is. And you can't buy anything with hugs and kisses. You can't. You can't. But that is my why. Obviously, you get a family, you get kids, priority changes. Why, why I do this and why I keep working really hard? Well, it's simple, because I love my family and I want to give them a good life. And I love sitting at the front of the plane too. Well, last time I wasn't, because the market wasn't as good, but I still got on holiday, so that's fine, you know. Uh, guys, fine. thank you very much for your questions. Trust that you've got a little nugget out of there, and at any point in time, you can ring Diego, you can ring me, just have to Google our names and you'll find us. Easy peasy Japanese. Thanks for watching and we might do another one in the future and we'll do something special for the 100 episodes. Oh, well, we gave away a bottle of Dom Perignon to Warren in Hamilton. Yeah. So we're going to have to come up with one 100 there. bottles of Perignon? <laughs> no? Maybe 100 we'll... times 500, that's $50,000. Yeah, of course, of course. Definitely not. Hey, look, we'll come up with something special for episode 100. Thank you so much for watching live. We'll post this later and it's always a pleasure. Never Thank a tour. You. Never a tour. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao.